Through the Psalms, Part 3. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I am joined by Pastor Wes Hillis. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear it. For all of you wondering, I just got a root canal today. Yes. So. And I'm pretty excited about it because... uh, If you don't know me, I used to uh, work as a dental hygienist. My husband um, is a dentist, and so I'm kind of, you know, a little bit of a tooth nerd. So Mm -hmm. sometimes Wes will show me his really cool x-rays. Of how uh, I have six wisdom teeth? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, (laughs) someone listening just heard that and went, what? (laughs) I know, you're supposed to have four. It's like a rare exception Mm -hmm. to have six, and it is super cool yeah i'm like a celebrity when i walk into a dentist's office (laughs) you are and plus the circumstances around your root canal were also pretty interesting so yes but yeah so yeah no i'm doing all right got a root canal today so mouth is feeling a little weird so if i slur or anything (laughs) we're just gonna we're just gonna ignore it yeah but yeah we are continuing on in our psalm series so we're looking at psalm 77 actually so we're Mm -hmm. jumping pretty far from where we were last time um, so we're jumping 55 psalms ahead. Yep. Um, which you can kind of read the psalms in any particular order, really. Um, Are they in some kind of chronological order? Like not, one, 1 through 150, whatever? Like they're in different books. There's five books of the psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no real specific natural order of reading things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Psalm 150 is meant to be Psalm 150. Um, but yeah, there's there, if you really want to contrast, you can look from the beginning of like look at psalm 13 then look at 150 there's a contrast between them that's really interesting yeah um but yeah i i feel like you can kind of read them in any order um yeah but i would say obviously i would i would tell us one go from the beginning to the end mm-hmm. just because then you're reading it numerically and, yeah. I, and i think it'll, it'll be more of a journey like i um so i have a study bible and i have a guided tour through my study bible okay and so when i read a certain psalm uh, the, the guided tour actually tell me go back to this psalm and actually look at that one again oh and cool it, it makes it deeper and it makes it more interesting and asks like life questions in it i love study bible so yeah. are great um for that but yeah so psalm 77 not written by david it's the first psalm we're looking at that's actually okay. not written by david it's actually written by a guy named jedithun so okay. jedithun um of asif uh, asif darn it yeah i can't get names right today that's okay it's the root canal it's the root canal definitely not my brain but yes, so he was actually one of the three, and I love this term, musical masters Ooh. that David actually appointed during his reign. So David appointed three musical masters, um, which all actually um, we see within the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was he was a guy that um, was appointed by David. He, he wrote this, this psalm, and it's, I think it's a really um, important psalm because it's something that I think, one, we relate to, because I think most of the Psalms we can relate to, um, but in a very specific way. Um, so, um, something, uh, recent for me mm-hmm. was, um, people ask me, how's your sleep? Ah. Which since, you know, Carrie and I have had Oliver, we get asked that question. I think almost every day, yep. like, how's your sleep going? Did you sleep well? Like at youth on Tuesday for senior high, I think the first question, some of the people ask me like, did you sleep? And it's like, well, actually, yes, he has been yeah. sleeping wonderfully. Um, good. So it's been, it's been really awesome. That way it's been a real joy. <laughs> He's Good. been sleeping. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're slowly, you know, working our way to 
find it the scene maybe moving him out of our room yeah and, but not yet cause i don't feel yeah. like i don't like it but yeah. um <laughs> but yes yeah, so yeah sleep has been good and so this psalm actually talks about kind of sleepless nights mm. um so we're gonna just read through the psalm see how it goes and yeah yeah awesome um, so this is psalm 77 i cried out to god for help i cried out to god to hear me when I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out my untiring hands, and I would not be comforted. I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated, and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years long ago. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated, and my spirit asked, Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? So I actually lied. We're actually going to read the first half. So that's the first half. But this is a really important first half that you read within um, this psalm because it is fully about a sleepless night Mm -hmm. or sleepless nights because the writer obviously has been dealing with some kind of of anxiety some kind of thing where yeah it's tearing him up inside where he cannot physically sleep yeah and for anyone dealing with sleepless nights you know it is terrible that is the worst feeling when you're so worked up about something mm-hmm. that you can't sleep because yeah. it's almost like you can't even think clearly mm-hmm. the next day to like yeah get and on with things or anything like that yeah i remember renee sharing a few times where she's like yep woke up in the middle of the night and my brain was like sermon or different things like that where you're just yep. like your brain focuses on something and you just can't sleep or uh there's a common meme where it's like somebody like about to go to sleep they lay down they close their eyes and their brain's like let's play a playback of all our most embarrassing times yep. in our lives. and it's like great and like yep. we have nights where that where it's like anxiousness or things take over where we're just like you can't sleep it's just too much or yeah where you're so busy or you're so overtired and so frustrated where it's just like yeah you try but it's just it makes you more frustrated like yep i actually this thing i dislike the most is when i toss and turn at night oh yeah like, like a restless sleep a restless sleep so frustrating oh, it's, it's terrible yeah so this the person who wrote this um jedith moon he's dealing with his anxiety dealing with these sleepless nights and the thing is this affects millions of people um and this psalm, I think, really shows that's not something new. Mm-hmm. That if you're dealing with this, you're actually not alone. Um, and the thing is, what, what the psalmist did and where we're going to read next is he actually turned um, to the past. Hmm. He actually wanted to remember the times where God was there, mm-hmm. the times where he actually felt God was there. Um, so this is um, verse 10 and onward where it says, Then I thought, to this I will appeal, which I find is really interesting because... Mm-hmm. To this, I appeal. What, I, what in our own context, what I hear someone saying is, "I'm not gonna sit down with it. I'm not gonna take this." Yeah, like this isn't something I'm gonna take sitting down. I'm gonna actually be proactive in it. Well, I hear like this sounds to me like lawyer talk. Like, oh, I don't like your judgment. I'm gonna appeal that decision. Yeah. I am going back for a new ruling on this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so what he says is, um, "To this, I will appeal. The years when the Most High stretched out His right hand." I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on your almighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? 
You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you. God, the water saw you. And um, uh, why there is a weird word. Hold on. The very depths were convulsed. Um, the clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea. Your way through the mighty waters, through the footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. So there's a lot. Yeah. And what the psalmist is getting at is that even though he's in trouble, even though he's in despair and, and really struggling, I'm not going to take it. I'm actually going to remember the times when God, you know, where I could see that God was faithful, where I could see that yeah. God was with me. And not just with him, but with the people. Um, you know, the Israelite people, especially in this time, heritage was such a big thing. Like, they still talk of it today, like, you know, being a descendant of Moses or being, yeah. being a part of that, being from the line of David, any of that. And so what this is really getting at is that to remember our past heritage, remember our faithfulness with God, because that's what something is really important. That's what drags us out of those dark times. Because mm, yep. we, if, if, if the psalmist would say, no, can't do anything, this is just awful. I'm just going to uh, just soak in it. Yep. It's easy to do that. It's yeah. the easy thing to do is to actually, when we're struggling with things, when we're going through things, when things are really hard, is just to sit down and be like, can't do anything yep nothing to be done nothing Just to be done wallow when in when in reality something i think the psalmist realized and that we need to realize is that no like we actually um the verse it comes to mind is like you know to take every thought captive mm -hmm. is to say no i'm not going to let that happen i'm actually going to focus on the goodness of god i'm actually mm -hmm. going to focus on where god has been in my life um and so this is a really big time. And I think it's a time of hope and despair. Um, so hope and despair is something that is really important because this psalm, the whole psalm, um, is kind of labeled not sleepless nights, but actually called remembering hope. Remembering hope. That's something really important. Yeah. And it's remembering that God is for us. That he's not causing our sleepless nights. He's not causing the anxiety. Because I feel like when, we, when hard things happen, we say, God, why would... Why would you do this? Mm -hmm. Why did that happen? But actually, God's not causing our anxiety. God's not causing the tough things, like the, the brutal, the really difficult, evil things in our lives. But rather, he's providing the goodness and the grace and the mercy and carrying us through those times. And so what I think the psalm is tr truly getting at is how faithful God really is to us. And that is to actually proactively take those steps towards god that it's not just like you said sitting and wallowing which yes we do that it's the yeah. first step of of kind of grieving something or going through something is, yeah. is you wallow in it but it, to not get stuck there to rather stand up um and to and to pursue god to be like okay where has god been faithful in my own life where 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 has that happened and, and to go for that and to say, no, I'm going to focus on that instead. Because mm -hmm. it's a mindset. Because if our mindset is so focused on the bad and the struggle, we're, that's, that's, that's what we're going to sit in. That's what we're going to focus in. Yeah. Where if our mindset is on 
is on God and is actually good and where has God been? Well, God has been here at this part of my life and has helped me through these hard times or because hindsight's twenty twenty. Yes, absolutely. So when we can remember the times where God has been proactive, has been faithful, has been leading us, and then when we're, when we're struggling to remember back to those times, we can be like, wait, I was struggling way worse back then. Yeah. And God got me through that time. This right now, I can know I can get through with God. Yeah. I know I can't do it on my own, but I know I can get it through with God and that God's walking with me. And when we can do that, it, it has such a mental psychological switch in us, which says... Mm-hmm. I can actually walk through this. Yeah. That this darkest valley isn't something to actually be scared of because I know God's power is with me. And so this mental switch, this this mindset that we can actually have, and I want us to be able to have, is to actually, well, the mindset is to take every thought captive mm-hmm. and bring it to where the goodness of God is. Because if we can do that, all those negative, those hard things, those those times where we're really struggling can actually become easier because when those hard things happen, I'm, I'm sure everyone can relate to this, is there's a psychological thing that happens to us where it's painful. Yeah. It hurts. And I'm not saying that when you do this, all the pain's going to go away. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But rather it's the pain's manageable, I find. The pain actually is something that when we actually can say, I'm not going to allow this to hurt. I'm not going to allow this to just drag me down. I'm not going to allow it to just hurt me and bring me all the way down. But rather, I'm going to focus on God. I'm going to say, God, I remember that time in during COVID or during something where I, I struggled and I didn't know what to do. And you still brought me through that. And you still had love for me. And you, mm-hmm. Even though I, I struggled with that and we got through it, to remember that and be like, all right, God, we can do this. Yeah. Like, um. I, I can kind of relate it to um, when I was in uh, so in my first year of college I took police foundations at Conestoga mm-hmm. there was an obstacle course we had to do in gym class I hated it it was the worst <laughs> it was so excruciatingly like physically demanding um, but it's like it's like a wall you have to get over mm-hmm. there was a wall you actually had to climb it was about 8 feet 9 feet tall yep. so you had to jump up oh, grab geez. the top of the wall get over it keep going sounds like a survivor challenge it was awful but um i remember i remember being people like you know you need to get over the wall it's similar to this that wall is the thing we actually need to get over because when we can do that we can get over our mindset and actually change it and restructure it to actually focus it more on god to focus it more on the good to focus it more on the times where god has been in our lives what we tend to notice is when things happen again, that wall gets easier and that yeah. wall gets easier and that wall gets easier. And you see these people, and I, I, I can relate it for young young people, like you see these people who are who are who are older, but their faith mm, it's yeah. like you see it and you're like, I don't understand. Like yeah. you go you've been through so many hard things, yet you're still like, No, God's still good and God's still like I still praise him even yeah. when those hard things like how and we say how as a young people, like you say like how is that possible? It's because they've gone over that wall over and over time and time again mm-hmm. and where we now need to because there's always going to be a wall there is always a wall <laughs> there's no life promise that there won't be yeah. something difficult for you to overcome yeah like jesus doesn't say well if you start following me life is going to be so easy and so simple actually it's kind of the opposite where it says yeah. life will actually get hard 
Yeah. Like you will go through hard things. It will not be an easy path. Like things will get a little rocky. Yep. And the thing is, like 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 that analogy with the wall is when we can focus and restructure ourselves to get over that wall time and time and time again, it's a beautiful, intimate relationship with God of being of, of trust, like a gritty trust of like, mm-hmm. even when hard things, you know what, God, we can get through this. Mm-hmm. Like we, we can actually do this. It's a beautiful, I know it sounds simple probably to saying it, but it, it is difficult mm-hmm. and beautiful at the same time Yeah, to actually be able to have that relationship, God, to actually push and to do that. So what would you say to someone that is maybe a newer Christian, um, new to faith and doesn't have as long or yeah. even a very long track record at all with God going through yeah. a hard time? I think it's 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 a trust to dive in um, mm-hmm. to, to say, all right, God, I may not have had the experience, we may not have had the time, but I'm going through something hard. I, I need you. Mm-hmm. To, to invite God in and be like, God, I need you more. Than, like, I'm new to this. Like, God, I, the, I need you to come into my life because I, I know that I can't get through this. Yeah. And just, like, that's something I really love. And someone explained it to me um, is that as Christians, you can never. I used to have this idea in my head that as a Christian, you know, I shouldn't ask God to enter my life more because he should already be there. When in reality, mm. no, like call God into your life. God, take control of this. I, I can't do this on my own. Call God in. Yeah, more and more and more. Physically mm-hmm. to do that and to rely on God more. And for for someone who is new, I think, call God in. Mm-hmm. Actually just physically be like, God, I need you more in my life. Like I want to get through this and I know I need you. Show it. Like, come in. Let's do this. Yeah. And I think that can make a difference because if you can get through that time and, and you can see God in it, the next time you go through something, you can be like, we got through that, God. We can get through something like this again. Mm-hmm. Or we can get over this next wall. Or we can get over, climb this next mountain or whatever it may be. And even if you don't have the track record with God. Yeah. Talk to someone. Talk to someone that does. Yeah. Or there, are, I don't know how many stories are in the Bible. but There's a lot. There are a lot of stories where God has helped mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. And so you can always go to the Bible for... Yeah to you know yeah. for god's resume and reference on how he <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> and i don't mean to be silly about it but his track record is written down there too. absolutely yeah. yeah and i like we say like you know we're going through the psalms so go read the psalms mm-hmm. there's plenty of like julie said this before the podcast um about how the psalms are like people like have this idea that they're light and they're fluffy and they're yeah. praising, but in reality they are they're hard they're yeah. gritty they they there's pain, there's sorrow, there's mm-hmm. grief. And you can find a lot of res- resonation in that of seeing like, you know, I'm, I feel that. Like, I, I understand where that person is coming from, even though that was written thousands of years ago. I feel that. Yeah. Like Psalm 22 or Psalm 23, even though I walk, Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. We can, we can start to feel that. We can start to resonate with that. Or Psalm mm-hmm. 22, right at the beginning, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That, that verse right there is like, that's powerful and you can feel yeah. it like if you're struggling for something you're going through something you read that you're like yeah a hundred percent like yep. this guy's writing the truth yeah you can identify with that feeling yeah. yeah and so there's multiple times all throughout the psalms where people can identify with the feeling that is going on like this psalm 77 this sleepless nights of anxiety and crying out to god and mm-hmm. just can't do it and just 
feeling hopeless. Yeah. And turning that into, turning hopelessness into hope of remembering the past. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. But yeah, so I think, you know, as we continue on in this series, as we go through more Psalms, I hope that each Psalm we go through is one that we can find relationship in. Yeah. And we can find that we're not alone, that people from the past have gone through things. And it's funny because we're talking about remembering the past to remember the Psalms, to remember that they are pieces of history and scripture that we can come to, that we can relate to, that we can find truth in. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Wes. That was a good word today. If you'd like to get in touch with Wes, you can reach him at Wes at WayneFleetBIC.com and my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thank you so much for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great week. Bye.